Welcome to another episode of the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Humphrey, and our mission is to help you maximize your training through a blend of science and practicability. So let's get going. Hey, welcome back. This is Luke Humphrey, and I'm going to talk a little bit about something different today. So I get the question quite a bit about, should I hire a coach? Is it worth it? Am I fast enough? All these types of things. So the answer is, and I know this is going to shock a lot of you, but it depends, right? So uh, if there are certain things that you want and need and are willing to do, then having a coach is definitely very beneficial to you. But a lot of times people aren't necessarily willing to do those things or really want those things. And in those instances, having a coach isn't necessarily going to be the best fit for you. But uh, but believe it or not, you know, ability itself is not a prerequisite for myself or any of my other coaches that uh, we would have you work with. In fact, I'd say that ability is something that never really comes up or that I particularly look at when taking an athlete on. And when I do, it's not to determine if the person is fast enough to be with us, but uh, but rather to determine what coach will be able to best serve their needs. I mean, we have coaches that work very well with more trail and ultra runners. We have coaches that work more with beginners and things like that. So it's not necessarily <clears throat> that there's not an option for you, but it's or you're not fast enough for us or whatever the case is. But it's really about just finding you the best person that's going to be able to serve your needs. So if ability is not a prerequisite, what is? And so I do have a few things that I look for in potential athletes. And the first is a promise to work hard, you know, uh, but I don't want you to confuse this with training faster or more that's on your schedule. That's not really hard work. That's just uh, going rogue on me. Um, and that's just running as hard as you can without really understanding the nuances of training. So working hard isn't the same as just running faster than what you're prescribed to do. So notice that there is a difference there. Uh, working hard is really following the plan to the best of your ability and not finding ways out of doing workouts or skipping runs without reason and just expecting the fitness to come to you. That's the biggest thing. And that ultimately leads me to the second trait, which is buy into the philosophy. So to follow the plan in principle, I'm not saying if I give you you know, six miles on Monday that you have to run six easy miles on Monday. If you run 6.4, I'm going to say that our relationship is over. That's not the case at all. But uh, what I am saying is, you know, like I was talking about, you really, uh, you've got to buy into the plan. You've got to know why you're doing it and trust it why you're doing it. And if you can't do that, um, it just ends up not really working out. So, um, you know, going rogue on a plan means that you don't trust me, the philosophy, or yourself. So if if you are me coaching you and I took time to write out what I think is going to best serve you, and then you just go do whatever you want because it's what you've done in the past, then that's not really a good two-way relationship there, is it? And I'm not saying it's only coach to athlete. I'm in, you know, it, it, that street definitely works two ways, and we'll talk about that in a second. But um, but I am, and I'm definitely not saying that it's my way or the highway. But there has to be an agreement by both parties in regards to what what you're doing. And and ultimately, I think you're coming to a coach for a certain type of philosophy, right? So a lot of people come to us because. You know, we coach the Hanson's Marathon method, and you know we they know us from a certain a certain philosophy. So, if we 
you know, if you are coming from a background that's not that, and you've plateaued out, but then you're not willing to follow our philosophy that we're that we're really good at, then it's going to be ultimately not very beneficial for you or for me. And then you end up wasting you end up wasting time and money, and I end up wasting time, right? So. It really, I mean, it sounds, it kind of sounds bad, but ultimately you want the, you're paying for something and hopefully you're using what you're paying for, right? And so if not, then, you know, we can save you a lot of money right up front. Um, And then lastly, that brings me to communication. So you'd think it'd be easy with all the technology surrounding us and you wouldn't, but you wouldn't really believe how many times that I've personally been ghosted by athletes for weeks. And ultimately it comes down to usually they're, they're scared or they don't think I care or whatever the case is, and I do care, and I, I want you to talk to me, and I want to work things out if uh, if training's not going very well. Um, but yeah, I, it usually ends up being like a few weeks I don't hear from, them, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, I'm hurt, <laughs> right? So, um, so I, personally, I want you to talk to me. I'm not going to scold you. Uh, I'm not going to treat you like a child. I might give you some tough love, but I desperately want to know what's going on because I desperately want to make you a better runner, and so do all our coaches. So. Like I said, uh, there is a flip side to all this. And what should you be looking for in a coach? Well, some of the same things, really. The big thing is communication. Uh, So with our platform, Final Surge, it is easy to comment on workouts, to put into context into workouts. So a lot of times, um, if you your your data just uploads, you know, and it's very easy for your data to upload at this point in time with all the technology. and so you can do that. And then if you say, okay, uh, you know, I did 12 by 400 today, things uh, things went okay, you know, I have my notification set up so that if I'm coaching you, I get notified. So I can get notified if you make a comment, I get notified if you've simply uploaded your GPS or you've manually put in a workout. So I'll get notified through my phone or email and I can look at that right away, you know, and so... Um, if somebody loads up their GPS, I can say, hey, how'd this go? You know, usually I give it some time because a lot of times it uploads and then they put their comments in afterwards. So, you know, I'll look at it and if I don't see anything, like, hey, well, how did this go? And sometimes, you know, they're like, oh, I didn't even know you were really looking at this. But, you know, if you have if you have a coach that is not commenting on or anything, and, and it doesn't have to be in a lot of times we think of this in terms of just calling a, calling a coach once a week or texting a coach and all of that is great. Um, but really a lot of times we can make it pretty darn efficient by just commenting on workouts. And then, you know, like with me, I coach a lot of people who aren't even in the same time zone. So a lot of times schedules don't, um, line up very well, but if you put in those comments and you upload your data, it's very easy for me as a coach to go in there and look at it. Cause I can actually look at what your splits were in relationship to what they were supposed to be and make a comment like, Hey, what happened on this second one? You were you know, 30 seconds slow, what, you know, what, what, your shoe come, t- come untied or what? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, and they'll, they'll, you know, you can have a whole conversation on that workout and not even leave um, that workout day on the platform. So it makes it really easy because then that conversation can be condensed right to that workout and then uh, things don't get spread out around either. So we, we can keep, we can keep conversations directed at a specific workout if we, if we really want to. But having that communication from a coach is, is key, I think. And it's a lot of times it's just even acknowledging that you did the workout, right? So a lot of times I don't, there's nothing much for me to write other than, hey, great job, you're really consistent, but it just shows the athlete that, you know, you're looking at what they're doing and you're paying attention to what they're doing. And so sometimes I know as an athlete, it can be it can be uh, stressful or not even stressful, but really like 
kind of disheartening where you don't you don't even know if the coach is looking at what you're doing or not and so then you always feel like you're explaining yourself to uh, to them and trying to get out of them stuff that you should be doing so I, I totally get it I've been on I've been on both ends um, another big thing to me is a coach has to be able to explain themselves so they they are in charge of your training your health and your ability to perform at the highest levels and so if they're giving you a workout they should be able to explain to you why they're doing that workout and the timing of the workout, what the purpose of that workout is. You know, a lot of the a lot of the athletes I work with understand those types of things, but still they'll be like, "Oh, well, this looks different than what I did last time. What's why are we doing this different?" And sometimes it's just simply as, "Hey, I'm just trying to give you some varieties. So you're not doing the same thing over and over again." But ultimately, they should be able to say why something they're doing something, especially if it traditionally wouldn't really make sense into a workout. And you're you've been around the block enough to know that hey, this doesn't really look right. Um, so they should be able to explain themselves and you shouldn't hesitate to say, ask them those questions like, well, Hey, why am I doing this? Because in my view of it all is that, you know, I, I almost view myself as a mentor, right? Like I'm mentoring you to be able to eventually do this, you know, on your own. Not that I want you to leave me as an athlete, but our relationship would evolve over time. Whereas I'm initially coming on to teach you and show you everything I know. And then as you evolve, like I have people I've coached for for years now, four, five, six, seven, eight years. And it's almost more like a partnership when I get to those people. Like we have a conversation and we kind of map out, okay, this is generally what you do. And then ultimately I put this schedule in, but they know enough on their own, like, hey, I know how to do this. And they'll just say, hey, what do you think about this? So it definitely becomes more of a partnership instead of uh, kind of a teacher-student type of situation. So the third, the third thing I'm looking for is their ability to modify to your situation. So in reality, you know, we are unique as individuals, but our situations usually are not unique. But given that, a good coach knows those different situations and can keep their training philosophy, but adjust it to a variety of those situations. So like a lot of times, um, what I run into is people want to work hard. They just simply don't have the time to do everything that I'm asking for. So then it becomes a, a matter of how do we prioritize what that person is doing and then you know we work around their situation but you know honestly i've been doing this for a pretty long time now since 2006 and so i've seen you know i've seen the traveling business person i've seen the doctor who works 48 hour shifts i've seen the nurses who work um four 12 hour shifts a week and then get three days off i've seen um i've seen the person who has all the time in the world right so we've i've been able to really kind of adapt the philosophy to fit into those unique situations the best I can, you know? And so, you know, that's something you have a conversation with your coach. You're like, how many times have you done this for people, you know? So it's all, you know, there's a lot of different approaches to that. But ultimately, a good coach isn't going to necessarily say, well, if you don't do your tempo run on Thursday, then this is all for naught. It's not going to work, right? Um, and if you if you know me more from writing the books of Hanson's Marathon Method, then, you know, there's a pretty rigid structure. But I also recognize that, you can adjust some things and still get everything that you need to, to be in order to be successful. So, um, so you have to view something like that as a template and then we tweak it to fit your specific needs. But, you know, overall, I think having a coach is vital as long as both athlete and coach are present in the situation. If the athlete isn't present, the coach gradually just stops talking or not talking, maybe I stop talking to you, but they're going to probably stop taking interest over time because they're not going to continually invest time in you when they're not getting anything back, right? And so just being there and being present, even, it's not even a matter of improvement, it's just a matter of staying present with the coach. Like, 
doing the workouts, having the conversations, um, writing in your log, even when things aren't going well. And that's me, that's when you need to coach the most is when things aren't going well because they can work you through those situations. It's so much better to go through it with someone than completely by yourself. You know, so that's, it's, um, you know, you really, and that's the same thing for the, for the coach. The coach has to be present with the athlete as well. Because if the coach isn't present, the athlete's not going to buy into the, into the coaching system, right? Yeah, but it, ultimately, in both situations, it's a lost opportunity. And more, more than likely, it will end up in a poor experience for both of you. You know, there's going to be some, some animosity towards both of you. Like, you're both going to, you can be like I'm, like, I'm paying this coach so much and I don't get anything out of it. And then the coach is like, well, I'm writing all these workouts and I don't even get any feedback. You know, so it's definitely, when, and, and the reality is it could just, a lot of it be handled with um, open communication and openness to a plan and openness for a coach to, to adjust to the person's individuality. Um, you know, and that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to. you got to be willing to have those conversations. So, um, you know, ultimately for us at Luke Humphrey Running, we've recognized that paying for a coach is expensive. Um, and so we've really tried to provide options for all pricing, pricing points. So to see those options, please check out our page, lukehumphreyrunning.com slash coaching. And we also have a standard first 14 days of free. So you sign up, um, you do put your card information in, but uh, you're not built for 14 days after signing up. And this allows you to um, hopefully meet with your coach, talk to your coach, um, get a schedule out. You take a look at how the system runs. And if you don't like it, you just cancel. No problems. We not, no questions asked. Um, but this is really just to make sure it's the right fit for you and, and, and honestly for the coach as well, if that's going to be if it's going to be a good partnership. But um, but if you're thinking about coaching, check out that page, LukeHumphreyRunning.com slash coaching. Uh, we'd definitely be happy to, happy to guide you in the right direction, answer any other questions that you have, um, especially if there's uh, you know anything about philosophy or anything else like that. But I think uh, if you're coming to us, you're you're uh, pretty pretty sure of what philosophy we we believe in. But ultimately, we want to make you a better runner. It doesn't matter if you're a five-hour marathoner or a three-hour marathoner. Um, we know there's lots of people out there working hard, and we want to show you how to put that hard work into good use. So. Appreciate you listening. Hopefully that clarifies clarify some uh, of where we're coming from as coaches and what really what you should be looking for as an athlete if you're considering a coach. And it doesn't have to be us. It can be, you know, a local running group, um, a local RCA coach in your neighborhood. Whatever the case is, uh, you should be able to be willing to vet each other and make sure it's a good fit for, for all parties. So uh, take that with you as you go. And again, if you're looking for some coaching options, check out lukecomfyrunning.com slash coaching. We'd be happy to help you. All right, thanks. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast with your host, Luke Humphrey. If you like our show and want to learn more, please visit us at www.lukecomfyrunning.com for blogs, podcasts, coaching, and training options. See you next time.